This is the heart of a Bartlett Peach, a podcast for everyone everywhere that hopefully uplifts and encourages you on your journey in this ride we call life. Thank you for joining us for your daily dose of the heart from the heart of a Bartlett Peach podcast. Um, Today, I'm going to do like an interview style podcast episode um, with myself, Sean, Abby, and Riley. Um, I'm going to do them in separate little sections and then I'm going to put them all together at the end. But I have 10 questions revolving around the gospel. Um, So it is going to have a little bit of a gospel vibe to it. But these questions are kind of like something that I've wanted to ask the kids anyways for a while. So I'm just going to get right into it on my interview and I'll ask my own questions, obviously. What do you like most about the gospel? Honestly, everything, but mostly the prophecies. Prophecies have been just mind-blowing for me to see what some prophets will come out and say. They'll be like, this is what's going to happen, or this is what we're going to change. And then it ends up impacting your lives so much more. Before the pandemic, we had three-hour church, and we focused on church learning when we were in church. Um Two and a half years ago, the church came out with a new Sunday school program that is home-centered, church-supported. And this means that we do minimal study of the Sunday school lesson in church. Most of the study that you do for Sunday school is in your own home. But that has helped a ton because with being isolated, we were able to learn prior to this isolation how to do church outside of church, you know? And so that's been a big thing, but prophecies are definitely a big thing for me. Um, Number two is why is it bad to hold a grudge? Well, because honestly, if you're holding a grudge, you're holding anger inside your heart and that anger is only affecting you. Your anger doesn't affect the person that you're mad at because it really doesn't. It affects you and how you go about your life. And if you're angry, then that takes up the room for love for kindness, for caring, anything like that. So if you're holding a grudge, you're angry, and that will block you from being able to feel those good feelings and being a kinder person. So that's the synopsis on that one, my quick little opinion. Um, Number three, after repenting, how can we know if we are forgiven from a sin? Um, Because I was inactive for 10 years, I went through a process of forgiveness, um, and it lasted a lot of the time, like I would go to church here and there in those 10 years. And some of the times that I was in church, I would work with the bishop to work on my sins and stuff that I had done. And honestly, when you get to a point where you know that your sins are forgiven, you just have like a huge weight lifted off your shoulders. It is literally like you carrying a rucksack in the army for a 15 mile march or three kilometer march, whatever it is. And then getting to wherever you're going and taking that off and just being able to like, feel like you can breathe. Um, that is how it feels when you're forgiven from a sin. Um, next question is, have you experienced any blessings from paying tithing? Yes. <laughs> that is why we pay our tithing every single month because there's been a couple months where we are like, well, we don't really have the money for it. 
but literally I think since me and Sean have been married there's been like two maybe three months that we did not pay our tithing and we knew that entire month that we had not done it because we had bills that came up we had shut off notices for our utilities and everything like that but in the months that we had our tithing paid we were good to go we had so much so many blessings um so definitely pay your tithing it helps a ton um number five how can you know if god answers prayers well because if he didn't answer prayers i wouldn't be where i am today there's a big part of my past where I was on the verge of suicide, but because I prayed, I had the spirit come and just help me find peace. And I am still here today because of that. So I know that God answers prayers because of that. And I know among other reasons that he answers prayers. Um, number six, how can God have created the world in six, only six days? The reason I put this one on here is because we've been reading the infinite atonement by Tad R. Cullister which was Sean's mission president. And it brought up a point that I hadn't really thought about before, but here's the thing. A human day, our, our typical day is a 24 hour period. God's days, a single day is a thousand years of ours. So if you take it in that concept, he had 6,000 years that he took to build the world. And that, and even though, yeah, he could have easily just been, okay, let's just get this done all quick. And we literally would be in six days of the earth time. Um, it, it makes me feel more relatable to God to think about him creating the world in his form of six days, which would be 6,000 years. And it would explain a lot of the time frames on science and stuff. Um, Number seven, have you ever witnessed a miracle? Well, every day that I look in the mirror, I see a miracle because in addition to the suicide that I mentioned early, earlier, the times where I had that, um, when I was born, I shouldn't have lived. Um, when I was eight years old, I was hit by a car and I should have died. Um, and I've had a few other times where I have literally had points in time where I had a car accident in 2008 where I should have died in it. They still to this day don't know why I didn't. But I have witnessed a miracle every time I look in the mirror because I am one. But I see little miracles everywhere too. Um, number eight, does the name of a church matter? Well, God says directly in the scriptures, this is my church. It's not anybody else's church. That is why his name is important to have in the church because in the new testament it wasn't the church of the lord or you know whatnot it was the church of jesus christ which is the lord but specifically naming him and that is why the my church is the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints we are Christ's church in the latter days the same church that he had during the new testament is the church that I am in now in the latter days. That is where the latter days portion of that name comes from. And it is very important. And it, the name of a church does matter because we're not the Mormons. We don't worship Mormon. We worship Jesus Christ. Um, number nine, why does God allow bad things to happen? 
this is an interesting question because of my history. Honestly, I know now looking back that if I had not gone through the bad things that I went through, I wouldn't be the type of person I am now. I wouldn't have the outlook on life that I have now. I wouldn't have the experiences and the ability to use my experiences to help others when they're going through bad things. And that's God's way of allowing us to grow because God didn't put us down here and say, you have to do everything I tell you to do. He said, I'm going to put you down here and I'm going to give you a choice. You can choose how you react to these things. You can choose what direction you go to whatever happens. But God allows bad things to happen because it comes down to us making a choice of how we're going to use whatever happens for the good or if we're going to let it destroy our lives. And then our final question is, do you think it is hard or easy to share the gospel with others and why? Honestly, when I'm behind the microphone or behind my keyboard, I'm great. In person, I am a major introvert. I don't do very well with people unless I'm friends with them. And then my family and my husband like to tease me that I never shut up. Um, <laughs> but it is really hard for me to share the gospel in person just because of my own insecurities. But I am really good at sharing it through um, my writing and through this podcast because there's a little bit of an anonymity. Is that the right word? That I have when I'm behind the microphone or behind my keyboard. And honestly, writing has always been a good way for me to communicate to most people because I can put more into a letter and have it be more meaningful than I can speaking it because my mind doesn't allow me to always keep process up on the process of what I'm thinking, which has been seen in a couple of my episodes so far where I will just kind of go everywhere. But that is my little portion of the interview and I am going to call it good and we will get to Sean next. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us for Sean's portion of tonight's episode. I'm going to ask him the questions that I just answered and we're going to see what he has to say about each of these. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So this is Sean again. You've met him in a previous episode. Or if you haven't, you know, this is Sean. He's my husband. Hello. Um, number one, what do you like most about the gospel? I just love the knowledge, the, the fact that revelation stuff is, is still apparent. A lot of religions don't believe that revelations and visions are possible these days. They think they ended with the Bible, but in my opinion, the, <laughs> the church that Jesus Christ established when he was on the earth left because the Bible ends. If the gospel had remained on the earth, the Bible would have kept going because the apostles would have been alive and there would have been more prophecies and revelation. And so that's why I think it was necessary for restoration because we needed those apostles and prophets. And I love that our church, or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, is the same as Christ's church with prophets and apostles. Um, 
and I love that they have love for us and they receive revelation, as Jamie mentioned. Um, uh, one thing she didn't mention is that um, when they decided to make it so that if you're married civilly, you can get married in the temple immediately after, is that was right before the pandemic hit. So all the temples closed. And so all the people that are being married civilly right now, once they reopen temples, which they have been for marriages, people who, you know, they can get married less than a year after because of those new revelations. And so I'm really grateful for that. Okay, number two. Why is it bad to hold a grudge? Because it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. It is very poisonous and toxic to you to hold a grudge against somebody because it does nothing to you. It does nothing for you, for you and it does nothing against them because they may not know that you're upset because you're not being open and honest about it. Um, because that's the gist of it, right? You're holding on to a grudge, which means you're not sharing it. You're letting it fester. That is not healthy. I was like that, and it just made me feel ugly and, and sick inside. And so we need to be open and honest with everyone. And it's just, it's a much healthier, healthier thing spiritually and physically. Yeah. Okay, number three, after repenting, how can we know if we're forgiven from a sin? And you know, really specifically about this right now because you're going through the repentance process a lot. It says in the Book of Mormon that you will have a desire to do good continually and to have no disposition to do evil. I believe that's when you know that you've been forgiven. I felt the Spirit a whole lot more than I think I ever have in this four, almost four years of excommunication from the church. And I know that if I was sinning and if I was doing wrong, there's no way I'd be feeling the Spirit. So that tells me that because I'm feeling the Spirit, because I feel inspiration, because I get confirmation that things are true from the Spirit, then I've been forgiven. And in fact, tomorrow is a big day for me because I have a meeting with our ecclesiastical leaders to determine my rebaptism. And I, my hope is that I'll be able to share with them how I've changed and how I've become closer to Jesus Christ by using his atonement. Awesome. Have you experienced any blessings from paying tithing? There was one time when we paid tithing and then something happened. I can't quite put my finger on it. It was recently. I know Christmas we had a lot of good... Oh, we had that... I had a tax refund. We paid our tithing and then I had a tax refund that was from a couple years ago. It was a mistake that was made on my taxes a couple years ago. And I ended up getting a good portion of that in a random deposit all of a sudden. I know that happened. And we have several different times that it's happened. I know our first Christmas here, I mean, we paid tithing and Janie was getting a lot less then because she wasn't getting 100% disability. 
and you still pay tithing and I was struggling to keep a job. Actually, I did have a job at that time, mm -hmm. but our landlord was like, you know, you don't have to, oh, keep actually, that was two years ago. Yeah, it's been almost it two years. Well, ago. it was December in here. It was Alyssa told us that we didn't have to pay the five hundred deposit because we had split the deposit upon moving in, and yeah. we were supposed to pay an extra five hundred, which would have taken pretty much most of my income at all. And she told us that we didn't have to worry about paying that five hundred that month so because that of Christmas. Christmas. So that was a blessing for sure. Um, yeah, I've definitely seen blessings on him. Um, how can you know if God answers prayers? You know, I spoke to someone, my therapist actually told me about this. He, he told me, well, I've been told by several people, but there's a thing called two way prayers. So the thing is, is it's, it's like when you're praying, you're literally asking a question to someone. So when you get up right after a prayer and just go about your day or go to sleep, it's like you ask a question to someone and just walk away. So we need to ponder and and wait for those answers to come. They may come through direct revelation through the Spirit. They may come through the Scriptures or other people. So we just need to pray and strive to seek those answers through any means necessary um, and I know that I've received answers through the Spirit and I'm truly grateful for that okay I've actually taken a question off of here because he's running a little over his time frame but um, the next question we have is have you ever witnessed a miracle my two kids our two kids when they were born were definitely miracles i mean that there was nothing wrong with them but just seeing them born was just an amazing experience okay. next question does the name of the of a church matter absolutely like jamie said god said that if it's the church of a man will be named after a man if it's the church of moses it'll be named the church of moses but this is his church therefore it is the church of jesus christ that's who we represent awesome why does god allow bad things to happen you know what? A lot that's going on right now is because people are destroying history and erasing Christ and God. And so this is his way of saying, you know, this is what happens when you do wickedly. And it's happened time and time again. Um, now those who are righteous and that suffer, they will receive blessings. So, um, from their suffering because God is watching out for them. Okay, and then your final question is, do you think it is hard or easy to share the gospel with others in white, which you have served a mission, I so served, you know. I served a mission, about. so once I got rolling with talking to people on the streets, it was easy. But now that I've been home for several years, a dec over a decade, it's been harder for me because you know, who do I know? I'm in Utah, for heaven's sakes. It's, it's you know, you assume that everyone's a member of the church. Um, and so I think that it's easy in regard that you can share the gospel by serving others. And, um, and I think this 
you know, doing podcasts is going to help a lot with that. Um, but yeah, that's my answer. Cool. The reason I took off a question is because I went a little over my time, and so I was worried that Sean had hit his time, which we're just right on the time. And I think I'm going to make sure that we cut it back a little bit with Abby and Riley's sections. But that's all with Sean for now. And we will see you guys on another little section later. Thanks. Bye. All right. We are back. Yeah. And hello, world. This is Riley. Um, We're back with Riley. We're going to ask him five questions. And we're hopefully going to hit right around the five-minute mark with these questions. Um, so the first question, what do you lo- like most about the gospel? Um, I like that we have the chance to, like, um, and how do I, like, the chance to be more connected with God. And if we do something bad, we do repentance. That's like one of my favorite things. Awesome. Now, why is it bad to hold a grudge? Because, um, why is it bad to hold a grudge? Why like, is it bad to hold a grudge, yeah. Yeah, um, so, like, because you might, Satan might tempt you to be super mad about that person and then say bad things about that person instead. So, that's why I think it's bad to hold a grudge. Okay. Uh, how do you know if God answers prayers? Um... I just believe that he does, and I just like praying to him every day. Awesome. Way. <laughs> okay. Why does God allow bad things to happen? He l- allows you to feel sorrow, but then if you once you have the sorrow, he actually helps you get through it. He makes it happen again, huh? Yeah, he does. Okay. Now, do you think it is hard or easy to share the gospel with others, and why? For me, I think it's kind of easy, because, like, if they're not part of the church, I can ask them that, and then, but, and then, I'm still friends with them, even if they're not, but I, I just teach them about it and stuff a little, and I become friends with them, even though they're not part of the church, but if they are part of the church, I just don't have to worry about doing a mission group with them. That's awesome. And it helps you prepare for your mission one day, huh? It does. That's cool. So that has been Riley. He actually only hit two minutes, which is kind of interesting, but good. So talk a little more? No, we're going to actually call Abby in next and talk to Abby. But thank you for joining us, Riley. And thanks, guys, for joining us. And we have Abby with us now, and she is super duper excited. She is like over here jumping and having fun. Um, and we're gonna ask her the five questions. Is there anything you want to say before we do? So, I love to sing, and someday I really want to sing in this mic. You probably will. Yeah. You probably will. <laughs> I was I was thinking after I asked that question that I was gonna open a big old can of worms because she's gonna just go off on this. <laughs> tangent about whatever you know but she's a yeah. good yeah okay so here's the questions number mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. what do you like most about the gospel that um god really takes care of me and i get to be with him more than i get to be with anybody because he's right there standing beside me 
even when I can't even see him. You're making dad cry. <laughs> um, okay, so the next question, why is it bad to hold a grudge? Do you know what a grudge is? No. Okay, a grudge is when you're mad at somebody and you don't want to talk to him for the longest time. Right? Oh. So why is it bad to hold a grudge? Because you'll fight and you won't be friends anymore. And I don't want that to happen to me because with my friends because I love my friends. And my friends. I mix it with words. Words are hard. I do it too. I hear um, it all the time from me. My friends. So I won't lose them. Awesome. Okay, so next question is, how do you know if, or how can you know if God answers your prayers? I know it because everybody knows it. God doesn't, this is what Mackenzie says to me. God always hears your prayers and God doesn't snap, like a snap, do it. Like, answer your prayers in one second. He chooses when he answers your prayers. In his time, huh? Yeah, in his own time. Awesome. Okay, now the next one is, why does God allow bad things to happen? You know a lot about this because you get upset Yeah, COVID. A lot. COVID. And, and COVID, yeah. So why yeah. does God allow bad things to happen? Because bad people are out there are doing bad things so he's giving them a consequence that is awesome and then your last question is do you think it's hard or easy to share the gospel with others and why i think it's it's not that easy because some people out there are not part of the, the church and they just won't listen to what they don't want to hear it huh they don't want to hear it they just like they're when you tell them about the gospel they get so mad at you <laughs> and that makes it harder huh yeah that makes it hard to share the gospel so it's not easy we're going to say goodnight to Abigail. Yes. Um, and Sean, will be, and I, Sean and I will be right back in a minute, but we're going to send Abby to go get ready for bed. Yeah. And thank you for joining us, Abby. And can you say bye? Bye. Bye, guys. Good mythical morning. <laughs> now that we've had the interviews with all of the kids, um, Sean and I are going to close out this episode. Um, but we kind of wanted to give you like a little bit of an idea of uh, who we were talking to tonight. So Riley is 10 and a half. Um, he was baptized into the church two and a half, roughly years ago. So September of 2018. Um, Abby is seven years old. She will be seven eight. Well, seven. Well, she's almost eight. Yeah. Because she'll be eight next month in April. And then she will most likely be getting baptized in May into the church. And so she is right on that verge of joining the church with her, <laughs> with her baptism. Um, so we're really, really glad that we could have them on tonight. And I think it helps Sean, honestly, because I don't think he's ever had the kids talk about stuff like that with him per se, like he did. 
And so, like I said during Abigail's part, um, he did tear up a little bit when she was talking. She was bearing her testimony, and I've never heard it before. Yeah, it's it's amazing when somebody the mouth you've of babes. known. Well, <laughs> not even that, but like people that you don't real you don't hear their testimonies testimonies all the time. And so, when they do bear them, they are that much more special. Like a year ago, um, we were visiting with my family right after COVID started. And we were having church at home and it was a fast Sunday. So we were doing a little testimony meeting and I do not ever recall in my entire life hearing my mom bear her testimony or get up in sacrament meeting to bear her testimony. And she bore her testimony that day and it was so powerful. And my mom has an amazing life that, you know, I look at it and I'm like, you know, if somebody had a reason to leave the church because they had bad things happen to them, it would be my mom. She had her dad committed suicide. She lost twins just shortly after that. Um, she lost her mother a year and a half before her dad died. Um, and they were both really young. Um, all of her children, well, except for one, have gone away from the church. Several of us have come back, which is a good thing. Um, but she's had a lot of things that she's had to deal with in life. And if, if she can stand up and be like, you know what, God's thrown this at me, but I'm still standing. Then I know that I can still be standing after what's happened to me. And so that's, that's a big thing about hearing somebody bear their testimony. Even if it's not necessarily them coming right on out and saying, oh, I'm bearing my testimony. When they're talking about what they believe in, that's their testimony. And it's amazing to hear the kids' answers to those questions because I didn't know how tonight was going to go, honestly. I was really worried that it was just going to go all crazy and everything, but I'm really glad that we kind of had a structured questionnaire to ask them. But this is probably going to end up being a regular every other Saturday episode um, with the kids, probably doing a little bit of a questionnaire with them because I don't want it to go crazy when we have them. So I, I think we're going to be doing like the kinter kid interview, I think is what Riley calls it, <laughs> where we interview the kids. Um, that was actually my idea. <laughs> um, but we are going to let you guys go for the night. Um, this is roughly a 30 minute podcast so it is a little bit longer than my daily doses usually are but this is a special daily dose considering that we have the kids um so thank you for joining us we appreciate you guys listening and i guess all four of us are going to say goodbye real quick aren't we so thank you guys Bye. thank you for listening we love hearing from you so send us a message um, we might even share your comments or, you know, your reviews on a future episode. Um, we've had a great time with you and we look forward to the next time. So thank you for joining us. Bye.